Hey cousins, welcome to Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. Hello cousins, and welcome to this episode of Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. I'm Cornell Wright, the People's Lobbyist. Today we're going to be talking about voting legislation across the country. Cousins, this is early 2021. We just got through a pretty rigorous electoral process in 2020. Can we all agree on that? And already, there are a number of state legislatures that are starting to look at changing and modifying their voting situation within their states. We're going to talk about that, cousins. But quick review. The 2020 elections for the presidential election had one of the highest voter turnouts, over 66%, that we've had in our country in decades. That's fantastic. As you heard me say in some earlier shows, the United States is behind in a number of other democracies in regards to the number of people who actually can participate and who actually go and vote. Our numbers are approximately 239 million cousins who are eligible to vote. Out of that number, about 158 million of them decided to vote this year, excuse me, 2020, right? And out of that 158 million, for those doing the math, President Biden got 81 million, a little bit more than that for the, uh, his tally. Former President Trump got about 74 million, a little bit more, like 3 million or so, were for other presidential candidates from other parties. By and large, one of the most secure votes or elections we've ever had in our country. Why? Because part and parcel is that, as we know from intel all of our intelligence agencies, said that in 2016, the Russians hacked our elections in a lot of different ways, influencing prior to and actually some hacking the day of. So a lot of cousins across the country worked really hard in order to make sure that this election was going to be one of the best ones ever. In the midst of, as we all know, a global pandemic and a pandemic in the United States called coronavirus, in which we are perhaps more impacted than any other developed nation in the world. So we had to make some adjustments. There were a lot more mail-in ballots because people were what? Afraid of staying in long lines. And imagine how long all those lines would have been if in fact all those 158 million cousins had actually physically gone out and voted that day. We'd still be waiting <laughs> for people to get some of the lines. Maybe not, but you know what I'm saying, right? So cousins, so now we're in a position that a number of legislatures, and from my reading and understanding, they're basically being Republican legislators, Come on, guys, gals, cousins, please. They're in the process of having a number of lawsuits proposing new legislations in regards to changing the legislative process because of their response to fraud. Okay, if fraud is an issue, aren't we the United States of America? If it's an issue, fix it, all right? What is the purpose, what are the considerations of what you're saying you're going to fix it because of fraud? You can't just automatically just put a name on it and say, I'm going to fix something or make something change because I'm going to release fraud. So let's do the evaluation and analysis of what caused the fraud, and then let's fix that problem. And I tell you, cousins, from your reading, you look it up, because make sure I'm, keep me straight now, all the examples of what's been considered fraud have been proven not to be fraud. There's no study that I'm aware of, and if you have, send, it, send me the information that shows there's been substantial widespread fraud in any of the elections here in the United States recently. 
Maybe in the past, you know, people talk about Chicago or whatever, but not recently. In the 60 Minutes article of news, news uh, a couple weeks ago, they had the representatives from the state of Georgia talking about what they had gone through. And he was responding to the question about, well, dead people had voted in Georgia. He said, well, yes, that was true. Out of four million votes tallied, going through an electronic balloting and then a hand count afterwards because of the requirements they had within the Georgia uh, legislation for that for recounts, they found two, one, two cousins who have passed away who in fact had their vote counted they weren't still here with us. To those cousins. Two out of four million. Come on, cousins, that's not fraud. That's just misfortune and life. So now people are starting to make changes to things. And so my question is, what are the purposes? It's really simple because we talked about before, it's binary. Either you're trying to open and expand the opportunity for the democracy and having more cousins involved, or you're trying to suppress, call voter suppression and make it more difficult for cousins to participate and make it harder for people to do that. Now, cousins, we go back in time all the way to the beginning founding of the country. The founding fathers, uh, the Constitution, said that in order to vote, you had to be white, you had to be a male, and you had to be a landowner. Now, over the, over the centuries, from 1700s to now, we've changed that and fixed it. Last year, 2020, was the year, was the year that women's suffrage, the 100th year anniversary of women's suffrage in the United States, where women had a chance to vote. Now you look at the electoral process and the electors around the country and all the women and say, aren't we better off for having had women being a part of vote, being participating in larger numbers than perhaps ever? Yeah, cousins, it's a great thing. So as a result of that, if we have concerns, why aren't we not fixing and addressing the concerns as opposed to just using some boogeyman, some scare tactic in order to say we need to do this, this, and this, which ends up suppressing and keeping cousins away from voting as opposed to fixing what the real problem is. Because you know, if you notice and you hear that we've never quite gotten the suppression, the, the, uh, the boogeyman, if you will, fixed because it keeps changing. Are we trying to change it back so only certain people can vote? Or do we want to have it broader so everyone can vote? I think a democracy, we want to have it broader so everyone can vote, right? So to that, my suggestion and recommendation, the bad idea for me, is that if you have an identified problem that's fraud, determine what that is in your states and fix it. If you're just trying to change things, just to change things to suppress people, that's a bad idea, cousins. That's not what we should be about. We should be about expanding the voter rolls, making it easier for people to get in, not necessarily cleansing the voter rolls just because of circumstances every year just prior to an election in order to knock people off. And then all of a sudden the same person who's been going to the same polling place walks in and says, no one told me that I got knocked off. Oh, well, you didn't see X, Y, Z, da, 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 da. No, cousins, that's not right. So. The whole idea is to minimize the election. So this is a problem, this is an opportunity, this is a situation that's in your state. It's not on a national level. So you have to pay attention, cousins, in your state as to what's being done, what's being presented. Now, I'm sure there's organizations out there on both sides, okay, in regards to where you can become involved with and you can become more knowledgeable about what are the laws that are starting to be impacted they are going to what? change your life and make things either more difficult or easier for you to be able to vote. 
Cousins, this is the 21st, this is 2021 to 21st century. We ought to be having the best capabilities of voting in the planet, and we're still getting caught up in a lot of other things that to me are 18th century issues. All right, cousins? So with that, I want to thank you for your time for this conversation today. Keep wearing your mask. I understand vaccines are coming. I'm still waiting for mine. If you get in line, you got your vaccine, great. If you got both of them, even better. And we'll get a chance to hug and have a quick one with you sometime soon. Subscribe. And by the way, our next conversation next week is going to be on austerity programs. Join us then. The Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. Yeah, we are the people.